Get your Bibles out and something to take notes. Uh, we're going to dive into God's Word in our remaining time. Happy Mother's Day. I know we've said it many times, but I want to say it again. And uh, I'm not unaware of the complicated difficulties of a day like this, that Mother's Day can bring up a lot of emotions, um, it can bring up a lot of memories, and sometimes not always the best, and so I'm, I'm aware of that. Um, but the Bible also says to give honor where honor is due, and I want to honor our moms today, because I, walk, I look around the church at the moms and the grandmas of our church, and you guys are awesome. You're the best. I watch you every week, week in and week out with your kids, and so I want to honor you today. Our scripture for today is 1 Corinthians chapter 4, verse 2. 1 Corinthians chapter 4, verse 2, and it's this. Moreover, it is required of stewards that they be found faithful. The number one requirement for your life is faithfulness. Jesus even said it in Matthew 25 when he's talking about the end times and we go and see Jesus. We all want to hear those words well done, good and faithful servants. We are called to be faithful. I'm going to begin by reading a true story. and There'll be some pictures up as I read in just a moment. But on August 21st, 2015, aboard a high-speed train from Amsterdam to Paris, a Moroccan terrorist armed with an assault rifle, an automatic pistol, and enough ammunition to cause untold loss of life, opened fire on a crowded train. As he adjusted, or as he paused to adjust his rifle, three men vacationing from America rushed the gunmen. Spencer Stone, Alex Scarlatos, and Anthony Sadler tackled the gunmen, beat him unconscious, and tied him up. Their swift courage and their response averted a massacre. News of the heroic action was broadcast around the world. Here's the first picture. Days after the incident, the President of France honored the Americans with his country's prestigious Legion of Honor for saving countless lives. Back in the States, the trio was invited to the Oval Office where President Obama personally thanked them, extolling their courage and teamwork. The Los Angeles Lakers honored the heroes during a pregame ceremony and presented them with team jerseys as an enthusiastic fans gave them a standing ovation. The attention was well-deserved. These men had risked their lives to save others. These stories need to be celebrated, but they're very rare because they don't happen very often. In fact, the, the opportunity to give your life in place for another is, is very limited. You can't schedule something like that on your calendar. You could try to ride trains for the rest of your life trying to spot a would-be terrorist, but the chances are you'd never see it because it would never happen in your lifetime. And so these are big events, and they're important events, and we celebrate them. And we would be like, man, I wish I could save someone's life like that. But again, we, we, just, we probably won't ever have that opportunity. Yet we all desire for our life to be significant and our life to matter in the lives of other people. We've been in a series called Chasing Donkeys, and if this is your first time here in the series, you're probably like, that's a weird title for a sermon, but it's our last sermon in the series, and we've had two 
big ideas throughout this series, and, and the first one is this, your life matters. Your life matters. I talk to so many people that when I say your life matters, they say, no, it doesn't. Or There's no way God could love me, but I want to tell you, your life matters, and I believe that because here's the second thing to write down. You were created by God for a purpose. You were created by God for a purpose. The title, Chasing Donkeys, comes from 1 Samuel chapter 9. We won't reread it because we've been reading it over the last few weeks, but it's a story of young Saul who's told by his father to go and chase the donkeys that had gotten away, and the donkeys are running around the countryside. He's chasing them, trying to get them, trying to capture them and bring them home, and all of a sudden he can't find them, and it's days, and he's ready to give up, but he keeps going, and he runs into Samuel, and when he runs into Samuel, Samuel actually anoints him the king of Israel. He was just doing what he was supposed to be doing. He was just obeying his father. That's all he was doing. And as he was being obedient, being faithful in what he was asked to do, he places himself into the plan of God. His looking for donkeys led him to his ultimate call. And the message for us inside the story is this, that sometimes obedience seems to be mundane, pointless, difficult. Sometimes we feel like we're doing the same thing every day, over and over and over. But when we are faithful... God is at work in our life, and He's placing us exactly where He wants us to be, and He's discovering the call for our life. Back to our heroes on the train, I, I want to share a quote with you. It'll be on the screen. It's this, great acts of virtue are rare because they are seldom called for. Those great acts that we looked at, those heroic acts, they're few and far between. He continues with this, to do small things that are right continually without being noticed is much more important. Faithfulness in the little things better proves your true love for God. It is the slow plodding path rather than the passing fit of enthusiasm that matters. It's the little things in our life. It's those things that we do every day, the things that seem insignificant, but those are the things that lead us to faithfulness. Eugene Peterson, who wrote the Message Bible, talks about it this way. He calls it a long obedience in the same direction. That I obey God with this step, and then I obey God, and I obey God, and I keep walking. It's a long obedience in the same direction. Here's the thing about that obedience. Here's the thing about faithfulness. It's not going to get you any headlines. It's not going to get you tickets from your favorite team. It's not going to give you a visit to the Oval Office. Write this down. Faithfulness is a quiet virtue. Faithfulness is a quiet virtue. It doesn't make a lot of noise. Think of the marathon runners that are, are running, and when they get to the end of the race, right? I mean, what an accomplishment, and everybody's there's cheering, and the cameras are there. You break the tape, it's, it's an exciting finish, but think of all the miles in the middle when there's no one there cheering you on, that you just keep going and you going and going, and you're just like, why? Is this, it does, does it even matter? See, that's what real life is like. Write this down. Commitment isn't flashy, it often goes unnoticed. There's not a lot of recognition for being faithful, to being a person who keeps their commitments. But I want to tell you this. 
that faithfulness counts. Faithfulness counts. Faithfulness in your marriage, faithfulness in your family. Your commitments count. Your commitment to your school, to the communities, to the workplace, your commitments matter. See, faithfulness matters in in every area of our life, in the big things and the small things, but especially in the small things, because think about it, are you faithful in your living room, and in your bedroom, and in your kitchen, and at your office, or on the job site, or in your school? Are you faithful when you're on the computer, or holding the phone in your hand, or driving in the car? All these moments in our life, are we faithful? And it matters because of this. It'll be on the screen. True lasting impact requires steady, consistent movement in a singular direction over a considerable period of time. That I would be faithful day after day after day. In the mundane things, in the things that I don't think anybody's watching, I need to be faithful. Unfortunately, the world doesn't value faithfulness. It just doesn't. It values celebrity. It values the next big thing. It values a big splash. It doesn't value faithfulness. But here's the real truth. God values faithfulness. So I don't need to care what the world values. I need to care what God values. That I need to be faithful in the everyday, the mundane, the the everything day things I'm called to, I need to be faithful. Why? 1 Corinthians 4, 2. Moreover, it is required of a steward that they be found faithful. You can't schedule the heroic moments on your calendar, but you can schedule time with your family, time with your spouse. You can schedule time with God. You can schedule uh, just the things that you need to do for work and for school. You can schedule the everyday things, and you, you want to do those things because faithfulness matters. Unfortunately, Saul never sustained his faithfulness. And in fact, after this great beginning of being obedient to his father and chasing the donkeys and becoming king, after that, it kind of all falls apart for Saul because he didn't sustain his faithfulness. He struggled with obedience. It seemed like he dropped the ball every moment of his life. After he's anointed king, they're going to crown him king, but he had such fear in his heart, and he was so embarrassed, they couldn't find him. When they're going to put the crown on his head, he's hiding in the luggage. And he struggled with fear and the fear of man his entire life, and it messed him up over and over and over again. He struggled with obedience. He was continually disobedient. God would tell him to do something, and he would do it almost all the way, and he'd stop short and then do a little bit of what he wanted to do, and the disobedience destroyed him. The impatience destroyed him. God told him, I want you to do this, and and wait for Samuel. Wait for for my priest to come, and and he he got impatient, and I'll just do it. Samuel's taking too long, and that impatience destroyed his life. He struggled with envy and jealousy. When David came along, he couldn't stand it that there was someone else that was getting more of the headlines than him. And so he he struggled with that, and that anger overtook his life. He struggled with being obedient throughout his life, and it ended up destroying him. 
I feel sorry for Saul in some ways because he was the first king. He didn't know what to do. There was no role model. Maybe you're saying, hey, I'm the, I am the first Christian in my family. I don't even know what I'm doing. I'm telling you, be faithful. Because here's the problem Saul had. Saul tried to be faithful in his own strength. You'll never be faithful in your own strength. You need the strength of God. You need His power at work inside of you. See, that's what's key here is, is Saul tried to do it in his own strength. David, he did it in the strength of the Lord. And that's what we need to do. We need to do the everyday things in the strength of the Lord. You and I, in our everyday faithfulness, in our everyday commitments, in the mundane, we are going to need the strength of God. Don't look for strength from this world or for somewhere else or, or even inside, dig deep inside and be strong. No, I need you, God, today. I need you to lead me and to guide me. God, I know you say you'll never leave me, you'll never forsake me. God, I know that you ordered the steps of a righteous person. And we need to go to God every day. Okay, God, I need your help today to be faithful. When you walk with God, you're in the right place at the right time. So go to work. Raise your kids. Go, uh, go to school. Finish school. Get that job. Serve God. Give. Do all the things that God asks you to do, and you will be doing what God wants you to do. You will be in the middle of his purpose. He'll bring you to the right place at the right time with the right people. He will take care of it all. And when you walk with God that way, all of a sudden, every day becomes a miracle. God begins to put things in our path, even on the most ordinary day, that we never expected because he's at work inside of us. I believe that we're being prepared for a great adventure with God, that, that we may feel like we're chasing donkeys, but the reality is, is that he's taking us to the next step. And if you don't know what to do, you just take the next step. What's the next step? Get up tomorrow and go to work. Get up and take your kids to school. Get up and, and serve. Give up and give. Give up and help. You just, you just go and go and go. Don't give up. Being obedient brought the crown to Saul. So be obedient. It will bring the crown on your life. We're called to do that. He will never leave you. He'll never forsake you. God is with you. He is, we sang it today. I love the songs we sang today. That He is faithful. That He is good. All the days of my life. He is. I remember... Um, I was at a church. They were celebrating their 90th anniversary. And um, all the, some people that had grown up in that church, and they were like in their 80s and 90s. They were there with kids in the church. And, and they had moved away, but they had come back for the service. And, and so the, the church is packed out. All the young people sitting in front, all the older people sitting in back. There were walkers in, in canes and wheelchairs all over the back. But, but it was just it was a day of celebration. And the young people are on stage because it's 90th anniversary. It's a great day. And so they're, you know, they're, they're dancing and they're praising up front and stuff. And all the old people are sitting in the back, just sitting. It's like, it was just crazy, right? They just, they're like, I don't know these songs. You know, they, they didn't sing these 90 years ago. But then all of a sudden, the young worship leader, uh, as the worship was going on, broke into the hymn, Great is Thy Faithfulness. Great is Thy Faithfulness. Morning by morning, new mercies I see. And as that song began to be played, I watched as these older people struggled with their walkers and their canes to stand to their feet and put their arms in the air to say, great is thy faithfulness. 
The ones in the wheelchairs that couldn't stand raised their hands in the air as they worshipped. And I watched in the back of the room as the greatest generation who had seen things we'll never see. They said, God is faithful every day of your life. God is faithful. And so you can count on Him. You can go to Him for strength. Stay close to God. Follow Him. Walk in obedience. Seek after Him. Even when it feels like you're, you're chasing donkeys, don't give up. Keep going. He is taking us to where He wants us to be. I'd be remiss if I didn't um, mention my mom on Mother's Day. Uh, my mom, uh, she, was, she was a great mom. She wasn't a perfect mom. I wasn't a perfect kid, that's for sure. So, um, but she was a great mom. Picture of her on the screen, some of my favorite pictures of her. I know some that have been at church many years know my mom, but my mom's been gone. She passed of, of uh, Alzheimer's a number of years ago. Uh, but my mom taught Sunday school for almost 60 years. She started as a teenager in her church. And then through the churches that we were at until we were here, she, she just, and she, she always taught the little, little ones, the preschool up to like kindergarten age, the little ones. And she was teacher for, um, you know, generation after generation of, of little kids. Her heart was she didn't want any child to go without knowing Jesus. She wanted every child to know that Jesus loved them. And here's the thing. She did it Sunday after Sunday in a classroom. Never any applause. Like, never, never a medal of honor. Nothing special. She just did it her whole life without, until she couldn't. She just did it and did it and did it. And, and, and when we had her funeral... There wasn't an empty seat. It was standing room only in this room. Because some of the children that grew up in her Sunday school class flew across the country to be here to honor Mrs. Merrill. Because um, she was faithful week in and week out. There are men and women that are with our kids right now, and we may not even know their name. But they're there, and they're faithful. They're not looking for applause. They're not looking for anything special. But, but week after week, and I know some of you are here today and you'll be with the kids next week. I mean, we're just that faithfulness. We've done a lot of funerals the last number of years and, and most of the people have been older and we just speak of their faithfulness. We speak of like that. And these were not rock stars, like, right? These were just men and women that were so faithful so under the radar, just so giving their whole life that at their, your funeral, you were like blown away at what they had done. There's a story told of a missionary who had given their life for Jesus. They never got married, barely ever came home to America. And while they were overseas, they had kind of laid down their life until those very final years, flew back home to America, and uh, as they're on the plane saying goodbye to the nation and, and that they lived in, and they're coming home, and, and they're coming down the, the walkway of the airport, and they had so many supporters in the United States, couldn't have done what they did without those supporters. Walking down the tunnel, they see 
outside the, 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 the tunnel coming out of the plane, there's a band, and there's a banner, and there's all these people clapping, and they're walking out, and they're like, yes, and this, this little old missionary walks out and realizes that there was a politician on the plane, and the band, and the banner, and the people weren't there for her, they were there for the politician. And she said, God, um, I've given my life for you. I, 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 I mean, I, I don't expect much, but, but I, I thought maybe somebody was going was, was gonna to honor me when we got home. And God said to her, you're not home yet. You're not home yet. That there will be a day when you see Jesus face to face. He's going to say, welcome home. Good and faithful servants. We are called to live in faithful obedience to the one who calls us to a long obedience in the same direction for his glory. And when you live that life faithfully for him, your life will matter. Amen? Amen. Would you bow your heads and your hearts with me today? Thank you for your word, Lord. I just want to pray for you um, today because the one thing that's required of our life is faithfulness. But I don't want you to try to be faithful in your own strength. I want to pray for you that God would give you the power of the Holy Spirit to be alive in you so that you can walk that quiet, faithful life. It may seem quiet to the world, but I'm telling you, all of heaven's applauding your faithful life. And there will be a day when you see Jesus face to face, heaven will stand to its feet. And they will applaud, and there will be a crown placed on your head. And you'll take that crown off, and you'll lay it at his feet. The one who is good, the one who is faithful, and we will worship him forever. Jesus, today, thank you for your word. Thank you for your call to being faithful, and we realize that in the, the world in which we live, faithfulness, commitments, things like that don't always matter, but God, it matters to you. That what we do every day matters to you. The little things matter to you. And it's those little things that we're going to find our calling, we're going to find our place, we're, we're going to live lives that matter for all of eternity. And so God, I pray that we would not try to do it in our own strength as Saul did, but that we would do it in the strength of the Lord. God, give us your strength. Give us your resolve. When we grow weary and well-doing, doing God, just build up our faith. Build up our hearts. May we run to you when we don't know what to do. May we run to you when we don't know what the next step is. But God, you will lead us and you will guide us and it will be quiet and we will be faithful. God, I thank you. Thank you, thank you for being with us. Thank you for your word. May it find good ground in our hearts. We pray this in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 Amen.